dissect the best and the worst of 90s teen horror. I'm Kirsty Logan, this is my co-host Heather Parry. I've totally forgotten which one I do now, so I just say fondly. Yeah, that's right, and is I say it? lovingly. Okay, cool. Like anyone cares. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode three of season six. Yep, yep, yep. And today, we're taking a step into the world. <laughs> we are getting unleashed. Point horror unleashed. Slash. Hollyoaks after dark. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> Should we try and explain Hollyoaks for our non-British listeners? <sighs> it's the soap. The end. It's like university soap though, mm. isn't it? It's like young, sexy, in inverted commas, kind of people who went on to have like careers as singers. Yeah. But it kind did of... Did they? I don't know. It did do some cool things. Like it had the first ever male rape. Oh, I remember TV, that. Which was quite. I important. remember they also had a good plot line about someone who couldn't read. Ah. So she was like pretty smart and sort of functioned fine in the world, but she couldn't read and she'd like hidden it from everyone. And it only became apparent when she had this medication and she didn't know how much to take. Wow. Oh, that's quite that's good. Pretty smart. So, yeah, kind of like current affairs soap. And then they had a Hollyoaks After Dark where they all fucked. I don't think I ever saw that one. I still remember when Hollyoaks started and I was really excited because it was set in like where I grew up. Midlands. Yeah, mm. which was quite exciting at the time. Anyway. So these ones are set also in the UK. Yes. Which is very unusual. I wonder if you could even get these in we America. We say then. the UK, they're pretty much all England though, aren't they? I think this is, might be Wales. Oh, do you think? I don't, it does doesn't it say? really say, does it? But we'll get into it, but do you reckon these were only brought out in the UK? I don't know. Americans, sure. tell us if you even know of these. Yeah. <gasps> Maybe they're secret British things. Oh my god, I'm just gonna make myself Why move are you so awkwardly. <laughs> I don't know. It's because I don't know. You're sitting in such a weird position. I gave myself there. a weird hip earlier okay. from sitting weirdly. Right, okay. Tell me about this horrible cover. This book which is called, has no relevance to the book at all. The book is called The Cunting Man. <laughs> <laughs> you were just waiting for that, weren't you? <laughs> it's called The Cunning Man, but of course it's cunting. Um or the cunnilingus man. <laughs> well, not, cunning for not sure. him. No, fuck hell. no. So, the man on the fr- front <laughs> cover... Him. <laughs> the man on the front cover of this book like looks like if Michael Myers was a British bricklayer in the 1980s. Yep, for sure. <laughs> he's definitely called Alf. <laughs> yeah. Or Ted. He also looks like he's going for a boob grab. He looks ha, like... Ha. So, uh, we're looking from below the cunting man, Fred. Um... So he's going for a downwards boob grab, so we can see his kind of hands and his weird face from an unflattering angle. And you can't see whether that's a moustache or he's just really sucking in his top lip quite aggressively and has no teeth. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> I thought definitely moustache. Let's go moustache then. Why do got... you say moustache? How do you say it? Moustache. 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 <laughs> anyway. Moustache. Americans say moustache. Moustache. I mean, I did live in North America for a little while. All right. Um, it's no excuse. Some people say... You're from Rotherham, mate. <laughs> Tell that to my accent. <laughs> um, you know when you live in a country, though, and th- the way people say things, 
just becomes normal to you. Yeah. And then you realise that the actual way you always said it was weird. Like, what's the one I said that you picked me up on once? Don't know. Caribbean. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Caribbean is weird. I mean, yeah, but it's been anglicised. Yeah, but it's just, you can't get out of it then, yeah. and then it becomes your normal. But you know what I don't understand is that Americans say Caribbean, but they say, when they're referring to the film, they say Pirates of the Caribbean. What? That's because no one calls it Pirates of the Caribbean. It's but just, why? It's just trends. <laughs> trends of how people speak where you are why? informs how you speak. But they say Caribbean to refer to the place. Did they? Yes. All Americans. I have not spoken to each individual <laughs> American, but I'm going to say from what I've observed on the whole, yes. Right, okay. Mm -hmm. We'll have to... Please send us your voice notes of you yes. saying that word. So, <laughs> no context. Just say, just say Caribbean or Caribbean as a voice note. No message subject or anything. So we're getting a downwards boob grab from the cunting man. I don't want that. And behind him... Heather, the... I don't want a downwards boob grab <laughs> from tough. Alf. We've got it. Okay. <laughs> it's like Ted Glenn, if Ted Glenn was a real man. Who's Ted Glenn? Oh my God, the handyman from Postman Pat. Wow, it's a long time since I've seen Postman fucking Pat. <laughs> I didn't he remember a... that. We've got the... I remember the cat was called Jess, weirdly. Yeah. She was black and white. Yes. Postman Pat. <laughs> We've got that on vinyl at my house. And in wow. fact, the B-side of that vinyl is Ted Glenn's song. So maybe that's why I know him. Okay. Anyway, the behind Ted slash Alf, there's a very angry red sky. Mm -hmm. And Point Horror Unleashed is written like in the same font. It is. Bigger. At least there's not quite such a font mishmash on this page. Maybe the British cover. designers were just a bit better. A bit more restrained. And then it says, The Cunning Man! In quite big. And in the back, there's like almost like a post box i hate it oh i hate it <laughs> view of his face a bit closer that makes me think of the demon headmaster oh yeah how do you describe the demon headmaster <laughs> pretty he's much the headmaster he's a demon <laughs> <laughs> that's it really it was a 90s kids tv show 90s based 2000s? on a book mm -hmm. oh yeah it was wasn't it and he could hypnotize people with his eyes do you want to do the first page or shall i do the i first think you page? should okay I'm, I'm the official first pager you're first much better reader than i um this was withdrawn from Eastern Bartonshire libraries, so I must have got this when I was a teenager, because that's where I lived. Oh. Okay. It was not always the same dream, but it always began in the same way. They were going down to the beach, Finn, her brothers Con and Aidan, and mum and dad, a happy family outing, in the days when there were happy family outings. The weather is perfect, the sun is shining and the beach is crowded, children shouting, jumping in and out of the waves, laughing and calling as they play. Everything is fine to start with. It is an ideal day, but even at this point, Finn isn't sure. There is something about this beach that makes her uneasy. Backed by tall, crumbling cliffs, it pitches steeply. The firm sand is deeply fissured, split with channels which run between towering rocks, all piled up like blah, 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 blah. It's a beach, <laughs> and it's not even real. It's and just a dream. And she's scared of it. Yep. Um, I will read the end of that chapter, because okay. it's the, one of the few bits of actually good writing. <clears throat> the dream always ends in the same way. Finn lies, unable to move, caught in a state between waking and sleeping, as if some paralysing drug is working in her. Working in her is such a weird phrase, isn't it? Mm. How's your food? Oh, it's working in me? <laughs> her mind is alive. It's better than not working. True. Her mind is alive, her eyes are open, but her body is gripped by a corpse-like stillness, her limbs frozen and useless, her mouth opened in a silent scream. Do you like that? <laughs> now I'm reading it back, it's awful. <laughs> Maybe that's what I meant. I think you probably good. read a different point horror before this, <laughs> and comparatively that was quite good in that it wasn't actual dog shit. That's very true. Yeah. 
Um, so, as we heard from you, Finn. Finn. Finn is on holiday. Do you like the name Finn? I do. Okay, I thought you might. Um, so my stepbrother's called Finn. He's a boy, though. A boy Finn. This is a girl Finn. This is a girl Finn. <laughs> well, we're, we're gendering her. We don't really know. We've not asked. The book genders her thus, mm-hmm. thusly. Oh. But it's Finula, isn't it? Short for Finula. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew a Finula once. Mm-hmm. So, she's on holiday with her mum and her brothers, Aidan and Con. Connor? Must be. Well, I've never heard anyone shorten Connor to Con. No. They could have used Con for the convict <gasps> drawing. But he was in a different book. Yep. But if he wasn't... But they could have. They could have. <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been so niche. If they t- tried to do a drawing of one of the minor characters in the book The Cunning Man <laughs> as the clue <laughs> and when did this in a come different out? book. Seven years later. Oh, wow, 2000. 2000, so like yeah. Almost an entire decade later. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying they could have if they'd yeah. have really tried. So they're on holiday somewhere that is not really specified. Like we get I see them... what you mean. It feels kind of Welsh. And they've got Welsh names in it, but they've also got Irish names. And they refer to Irish myths as and well. They, and they also say that they're not Irish. Mm. is isn't like they're English. So they're in Ireland? Could be. Could, could be Ireland. Really vague? Okay. Yeah. This is a deciding... A deciding? A... This is common... In the Point Horror Unleashed, like really British things or really Irish things, but like not not in any kind of sensical way. Mm-hmm. It was like British people wrote them and then we're told to tune the British or Irishness up by about 300%. Yeah. So they put like fish and chips in it and like meat pie. And say, all right, governor. Yeah, all right, governor. <laughs> There's one where it's like and such a, a cockney wide character. <laughs> Um, anyway, so she's there on holiday looking after her aunt's house in unspecified UK or Ireland. Yep. Um, <laughs> and guess what? Their dad's left. Uh-oh. <gasps> Their dad left the family. I mean, that's not good. And in fact, um, she's he's got another wife who's Ooh. young and Ooh. she's having a baby. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That Rough is time. not cool for that mum. I know. The mum's really cool. Yeah. I really like her. Mm -hmm. I'll get to her in a second. First, I'm going to get to Mike. So, a man is supposed to come and work on their house. I'm sure he is. Um, (laughs) What the fuck is that? And when he shows up, um, he is quite young. Um, Streaky fair hair showed in a thick fringe under streaky fair hair. Oh, he's got highlights. He's got a, what was it in the other book? Tips. Silver tips. tips. What was it? I can't Can remember. You remember? So long ago. That one of the other books, I think it was a Robot Stein one. Frosted. Frosted tips. Has he got frosted tips? I think he's got frosted streaks. Okay. Under the bill of his baseball cap. Oh my I, god! Baseball cap. I saw someone the other Robot day Stein. who had do you remember in the nineties lots of like pop stars had very like streaky hair, so you had like really chunky highlights, so you'd have like a very, very blonde bit of hair and then a dark brown bit of hair and then like a reddish bit. Yep. So you would have like stripes in your hair. I saw someone the other day with that hairdo. Oh no, it's like back. wow. No. It was unclear whether it had come back or whether she had just continued to do it since nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. I couldn't tell. Like Susie, who edits our podcast for us. Hi, Susie. She's got like a very timeless look. No, she's got a very time-specific look. Mm. But she's just keeping with it until I think it becomes like massively popular again. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to have this white blonde crop. Yeah. Because it's badass. (laughs) Yeah. And that's And it just really suits her. (laughs) I want to dedicate myself to my haircut in that way. Because I always go, well, maybe I should change it to be like this. But no, I don't want to. 
but once you've got like I intend to keep this haircut like for the foreseeable yeah. basically because you know I saw a Why picture, not? I saw four pictures of you and your wife the other day and you had about 13 haircuts between you in those four pictures. Yeah. So I don't think you're going to manage it. Well, that, that was a long time ago though. That was back in the day that I used to go to a student hairdresser and you know, like they always want to do other stuff because they need to like practice, I don't know, various things. Yep. So I would always be like, sure. Whereas now, like I've had the same haircut and colour for several years. Yeah. Yeah, me as well. Yeah. Well, once you find one that you like. Well, he's sticking with this. Yeah. It's streaky fair hair. Um, he was a tall, a little under six foot. Not that tall. She guessed. Well, myself. <laughs> not really, is it? That's David's height. It's just height. average, I would say. What's the average height? Like five nine? Oh, maybe. For a man? Maybe. I don't know. Um, let's say he's five eleven and a half. Okay. Well muscled and very brown. But still very, very... white, obviously. Yeah. They're Sorry, always I just, white. I was like, did you mean the hair? So he's white but brown. Yeah. They always he, are. He's white. Even obviously. when they have very dark skin, it just means they're still white. Dark white, yeah. yeah. He wore a surfer t-shirt, ripped and faded. Baggy jeans, almost colourless. What? See-through? So white? <laughs> Made out... <laughs> White's still a colour. No, it's the absolute of colour, says my um, GCSE art teacher. Okay. Frayed by heavy wearing, rode low on his hips. Hello. Mm-hmm. That's very queer, isn't it? it is Men don't wear their jeans low. Queer or goth? They did or emo. at that time. That's true. In fact, I remember around the 2000s wearing my jeans so fucking low <laughs> that if I had had pubes at the time, like I did have them, I had shaved them off obviously, not that they hadn't grown in yet, you would have been able to see them. You could, you can poke someone in the anus with those. Yeah, do you not remember that? Wearing like so, so, so low yeah. hanging jeans. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. You could see like your full hip bones and everything. But still with a belt sometimes because I had like yeah. a black leather belt with studs on it. Because you don't want them to absolutely, fully fall down. Absolutely non-functional belt though, yeah. really. Um, so they rode low on his hips. That's made me really think he's like sort of like gym fit surfer gay now. I don't think he's a surfer gay. I think he fucks all the housewives. I was going to say housemaids, all yeah. the housewives. <laughs> no, I agree. He wore no socks and his unlaced work boots were old and cracked, scuffed white across the toe caps. If he's got boots on, how would you know he hasn't got socks on? Yeah, good point. <laughs> because, <laughs> because they're unlaced. They're, because so they are colourless, so all his clothes are fully transparent plastic. <laughs> like Japanese coats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're like raincoats, like see-through raincoats, but a full outfit. So he's our love interest. I have to say, of. when she's describing him, I love this bit. Quote, she preferred skinny, dark, waif-like creatures who looked like they only came out at night. And I was like, Yeah, of course you same. Fucking like <laughs> <laughs> <Like you> ridiculous. <laughs> um, I'm going to describe to you her mum who I'm in love with. Her mum was an artist, but spent much of the year teaching at the local college, which left her too drained to do any of her own work. One of the reasons they were down here was for her to try and recharge the batteries, get in touch with herself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good on you. You've got three do fucking it. children and your husband left you. And you're like... We're going away so I can do my art. I can't wait for her to be a successful artist. She's going to be great. I can't wait. Um, and she's called Maggie. Also, can we point out that their surname in this book is Logan. Logan again. Again. Like in what was the first one that we did in this series? Um, what was it called? The Accident. Yeah. They were Logan. Mm-hmm. And now we've got another Logan. And these are the ones that I picked. So, because... So weird. I want it to be known in this series that we've picked the books that we're doing. Because we're fools. Yeah, so, yeah, I picked these not knowing they were Logan ones. And I didn't remember that they were Logan. And I think you picked the one that had my name in it. Yes. We're being trolled, Heather. 
I'm trolled just, from the year 2000. I'm just very afraid of what's going to happen in the next two series and where well, my life is going to go. Do you know what else? There is a ship in this called the Anna Marie. And my wife, Annie, her name is actually Anne Marie. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Fucking trolled by Point Horror. And David's real name is actually Mike. What? <laughs> no, it's not no. true. <laughs> that would be weird though. <laughs> when we were um, talking to someone the other day, so David's name is David Christopher. I was like, yeah, who's those those two, um, you know, friends of your parents that you were named after? And he went, David and Christopher. I was oh, like, well, for yeah. fuck's sake. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> also, I'm sorry, that is a lack of imagination. David and Christopher are the two most basic boys' names. Maybe John. Yeah. Use uh, your imagination. David's twin's middle name is Elwyn. Wow, where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Do you yeah. know my granny's name was Nettie? Oh. Well, not short for anything. Nettie? Have you ever heard of Nettie before? Yeah. No. There you go. Hmm. She used to tell people it was short for Natasha, but it wasn't. <laughs> she just wanted to be more glamorous. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. She could have had Etta. She could. From our first book, second, third? Yeah. First. But I've never, I feel like Nettie is, you know, like a lot of old fashioned names are coming hmm. trendy again. Nettie hasn't had its moment. You can have Nettie. I could have Nettie. So Finn, I would say she's highly dramatic. And she's quite afraid of the beach, water, anything around, that kind of thing. She has a lot of dreams about... She's afraid of the windowsill at one point. (laughs) (laughs) Quite highly strung. She goes down to the beach and gets all woozy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because she can sense something happened here. Something's happened everywhere. Yeah. You just... Like, you can walk into any room and go, someone died here. And you'll probably be true. Yeah. You'll probably be true. We l- probably we be literally right. live in a piece of land called Battlefield. Oh, yeah. I'm Presumably there was a battle here. Mm. So someone's probably died on, like, every square metre of this land. Did anyone die in the fire at my place? No. Ah, right, okay. Because I was going to say there could be, like, a very fresh no, ghost. No, I don't believe anybody was hurt at all. Okay, good. Apart from my na- so there was a fire in the building that I now live in a couple of years ago, and it was like what first or second floor? Uh, first floor. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in the flat that I now live in, there was a pregnant woman at the time, and then there's a family downstairs with a little kid, and then another one, and then the our neighbours on our floor are in their like late forties, early fifties, and they said they woke up, know there was a fire in the building, and went and knocked on the neighbour's door with the pregnant lady to try and make sure she got out. But in fact, they'd all gone already. <gasps> and they just... They hadn't... Were, when they were rescuing them, them, they just left those guys because they weren't <laughs> pregnant, a young family or old people. Oh, my God. So I was like, Can oh. I just say that just because you're not currently pregnant, like, you're still a human. <laughs> they did get them in the end. Okay. They had to go down a ladder outside. Though. Okay. But yeah, I was like, oh, God, that's me and David. We're, we would You'll be, be the last. last. You'll be last. Rescued. You'll have to climb down the outside of the building like Spider-Man. Oh, God. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Spider-Man. <laughs> Except we'd be rubbish and David's fall and Mrs., die. David's obviously. Of course he is, yeah. Um, so her brother finds a bone. Yep. <laughs> um, and there's another bit of what I've written down here. You were really pleased with that. He finds a bone. <laughs> lol, 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 lol. I've written here that it's good writing, but I realise now it might also be shit. Um, what we're saying is comparatively yeah for point horror she squatted down as far as she could go without getting plastered (laughs) (laughs) what's the context for that i think plastered with water oh okay (laughs) it's a weird choice of word i see i don't know whether they really are written by british people 
I think Celia Reese is British. Right, because sometimes she's quite a well-known children's book writer. Sometimes they seem to have picked a really weird phrasing choice or like they've just been too British. Like they're trying too hard. Like when I tried to explain to my Canadian friend who really likes Scottish and British uh, slang and he was, he really liked when people say to take the piss. Right. And he was saying to take a piss and I was like, no. Taking a piss and taking the piss are two very different things. Don't mix them up. North Americans do love that phrase. Yeah. And then they get it wrong and they say, hey, no, don't worry, I was just taking a piss on you. And they're like, like that's no, not no. what that means. <laughs> no. <laughs> do not piss on people unless they have specifically requested it. And don't tell them you're doing it either. No. Unless requested. So anyway, she's getting plastered. The, set, the sand was wet and clinging, as it will be. Water pulled, water pulled <laughs> where the Tower of Rocks sank into it. Little fish showed silver. That's a Kirsty Logan That's good, line. I like that. I'm pretty sure I've written that exact line. <laughs> Shrimps, almost transparent in the clear water, darted for the safety of floating fronds of black weed. I think that's quite that good sea nice. writing. It is nice. The dark jelly clots of sea anemones. Ooh. Horrible. So they've made it, they've almost made it logical that she doesn't like the water there. Yeah, because it does sound gross. Yeah, and I used to be really afraid of the sea. I think I told you this. Well, the sea is I am quite horrifying. <laughs> I used to be afraid of the things in it, and now I'm like, I just appreciate that it is a dark and powerful master. And I think that's a good me. way to think of it. Yeah. The sea will destroy us all, mm-hmm. given half the chance. There's yeah. also a specific word for the phobia of like large objects underwater, oh. which I love the sea and I love water and I love swimming, but I am also afraid of very large objects underwater. Like, have you ever seen the picture of those statues of people that are on the bottom of the sea? I think that is fucking nightmare fuel. See, if I was swimming or scuba diving and I just saw all these statues of people, I would shit myself and probably die immediately. Yeah. Be like you in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, just just instant death. Instant death. Flatfish. Yeah. Flatfish, I believe. Like, oh. Yep. (laughs) One of those fish, they're flat. (laughs) What are they called? (laughs) So, (laughs) speaking of fish and down under the sea, her brother finds a bone nice in the segue. water. Thank you. Segway. Oh, Italiano. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there's not really a lot goes on in this book. No. There's a lot of building atmosphere. Building atmosphere, building atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> Better than filling pages. Um, yeah. And also kind of like ugh, a little bit leaning into relationships, but not very well at all. Mm. Um, but here is the sort of central thing of the thing. <laughs> the central conceit yep. of the story. So they're on a beach, obviously. I like the central thing of the thing. Central thing of the thing. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, oh, maybe, hang on. Um, always been busy with ships heading up to Liverpool. Oh. Or down the Bristol Channel. So they're... It must be Wales. Yeah. Even now it's a well-used waterway. Danford Haven is one of the deepest harbours in Europe. Ooh. Hmm. Wales. Or could it be? Mm, it could be on the east coast. Or it could be Devon. Uh, oh, no, down to Bristol. It's got to oh, be yeah. Wales. Okay, okay, so we're in Wales. Um, God, we got there in the end. So a lot of oil <laughs> Welsh coast. A lot of oil tankers and ferries go by around this bit of the Welsh okay. coast. And there's a cove area called Vipers. The Vipers. I like that. Yeah, I do like that. Um, oh wait, a paper viper. Oh my god, yeah! <laughs> Except it's a wet paper viper. Yeah, let's not even explain that. Nope. Gold star for yeah, the long-time listeners. Yep. We'll have to start sending out gold stars. I know. Um, 
So here, there were the records. Mike looked from one to another, assessing the impact that the word would have. <laughs> I don't think any impact. I'll be like, cool. Um, back in those days, the wreckers would wait for a stormy night and they'd put out false lights, tie lanterns to a donkey or a pony or a Jenny, and walk, <laughs> walk them up and down. Jenny Jeffers. A chocolate wasp. <laughs> Sailors out at sea would see the bobbing light and think they were following another ship or look at craft, looking at craft safe in harbour. That's literally what the sentence says there. Yeah, okay. looking at craft. Looking at craft safe in harbour. Okay. Fine. Fine. <laughs> they would follow Fine. the light straight onto the rocks. The wreckers would be down in the morning to find what the sea had brought them. Saw a wreck as bounty. Now, what's the problem with that as a central plot point? I don't know. I quite like that. What large light do you have on land? A lighthouse. And what is the point of a lighthouse? Uh, to make you stay away from the rock. <laughs> but if they think that they're following another ship, they're not trying to make it look like a lighthouse. Why would you... that would be big and high up. Why would you ever assume that one small... I'm going to stop playing with that because it's making a lot of noise. Um, why would you be like, oh, a small light, we must follow it? I think it's just so ridiculous. The thing is, <laughs> you may have an issue with it as a plot point, but wreckers are a thing. Are they? They are a pasto thing. Yeah. Is it not? You never read any Daphne du Maurier? I have. Obviously not is that it in, one. Is it in all Daphne du Maurier? No, it's not I'm in reading all of Daphne du Maurier it's now. In, I think it's in Frenchman's Creek or right. My Cousin Rachel or one. So these fucking idiots ones? driving boats just followed any light, despite the big famous thing being that you shouldn't go near a light. Yeah, but you can see that it's not a lighthouse because the lighthouse flashes right. and is high up. That just seems so stupid to me. <laughs> well, talk to pastos then. <laughs> you tell them. I'm not happy about it. And I've just realised we are in Wales because they've got a bit of Welsh writing there, which oh, okay. I'm not going to even try and... No, because we'll just be an embarrassment. That would be... It's mm -hmm. offensive. Okay, so Finn has nightmares about the, the sea coming to get her. So she's just afraid of tides. <laughs> I mean, aren't we all? <laughs> I mean, cool. It could drown you. If I lived right by the sea, I would have a healthy fear of it. I would love it, but I would be afraid of it. You wouldn't be afraid of it. It can kill you, and it's trying to steal your house. <laughs> <laughs> it is trying to steal her house, and you know how we know? Because there's kelp all the way up to their door mm. the next day, and the boys, who are so functional characters in this book, they don't have they, any depth whatsoever. They could be made out of wood. They could yeah. just be like wooden models. Here are young boys. <laughs> they bring things to your house. <laughs> um, but they didn't bring it in, actually. It nope. was something else. They could make gin with that, because my favourite gin really? has sugar kelp Ooh. in it. How do you do that? Well, you just put it while you're making all the gin. So you don't really make it of the kelp, you make oh, okay. it you, with the kelp. It's just an addition. Okay. It's very good. I love cool. Harris gin. Everyone, huh. go ahead. Nice. It's really good. So Mike's uncle shows up, um, and guess what? He's a hottie. Ooh. Yep. And Maggie, their mum, starts like mad flirting with him. Nice. Yeah. And then he tells her... She should him, get some. I really feel like she's probably had quite a bad time. Yeah, and it, I'm I'm just going to say it right now, I think her ex-husband was probably shit in bed. Okay. I've just decided. He seems like a dick. Is that because most men are shit in bed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, let me clarify. Most straight men. I have not fucked gay men, so I don't know. Well, bisexuals. Yeah, don't I you, don't... Don't you erase. That's don't true. you erase the bias. I don't know if I fucked a bisexual man. I mean, it never came up they? in conversation. I think most men don't know if they're bisexual because they don't give it a go. Yeah. Just give it a go. I mean, 
as a dirty bi, it's weird to me that anyone could be straight, but okay. And speaking as someone who has slipped a a finger in a straight man (laughs) now and again, Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I think they might like more than they let themselves believe they like. Yeah. I do do feel the older I'm getting, the less bi I am. Because men are just so... That's because of this podcast. Disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) Men are just continually disappointing to me. Mm. That is true, they are. Sorry, men listening. Yeah, I mean, you're not listening to... Are there to any straight men listening to this? <laughs> Do any straight men listen to this podcast? Let I me know. know. I'm sure you're fine. Yeah, we like you. Specifically, you and only yeah. you. And to be fair, David's all right. David's not straight. Yeah, but he's all right. Yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. Some of them are okay. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are acceptable. When we throw all the men in the sea, we will not throw them all. We will save some. Dick Van Dyke's one of them. Do you think? Yeah, he came out this week... Like uh, doing a video for Bernie Sanders in the States. Mm. And he's like a fucking hundred. And he was like, these young whippersnappers like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> and I was like, I Aww. love you, Dick Van Dyke. He also, there's pictures of his wedding on Instagram. That's so cool. It's like an under the sea circus. It's the coolest. I, Can you, are you surprised that I like that? <laughs> me and my best mate love him. Because we watched Diagnosis Murder all the way through uni. So I bought her his two books. One is about ageing. And the other one is about his life. And they're amazing. You have to read them. They're, okay. they're as good as that Dolly Parton book you bought me. I mean, was that good? <laughs> Just obsessed with their tits. Yeah. But he like goes on about how he's actually not that much the centre of attention. And then I think his wife is something like 30 years older than him. And he will say that she's like doing a dance recital and he just has to get up. He just has to get up there. <laughs> like a dick. You're you don't all about have to. Andy fell asleep on a surfboard once and uh, a porpoise served him, saved him. No, come on. That's made up. Nope. That's made up. It isn't. Not according to Dick. Yeah, well. DVD. No. He made it up. Everything Dick Van Dyke has done since Mary Poppins has been trying to make up for Mary Poppins. <laughs> in a good way or a bad way? Like to live up to it or to No, to make ignore up it. for it. Oh, okay. I <laughs> see. it's so bad. I have not seen it since I was a kid. It's a great film. His accent is a hate crime. It's horrible, isn't it's it? It's like, what are you doing? Why Why did that have to happen? Are you Australian or South African, London? Because I just can't tell. Who can even tell? Half the Australian accent, uh, Australian, half the English accents that I hear on TV, I'm like, what are you even trying to do? I'm still upset by some of the apparently English accents in Game of Thrones, and nobody else seems bothered by what is Littlefinger doing? He's Irish. Is he trying to be Welsh? What's he doing? Aren't a lot of them English? Yeah. Oh. But their accents are fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, even he's Irish and he does a shit. Why doesn't he just have an Irish accent? He's trying to do like some kind of, I think it's meant to be Welsh, but it slips a lot. I don't really know what he's doing. Oh God, what's the really bad? It's, um, it's Alien, Covenant and Prometheus. You hate those films. I do hate them more than anything, but also they've got loads of British people, British actors, like, uh, Come on, should be the next Bond. Well, next Bond should be Gillian Anderson. So. <laughs> I don't know what you're She's talking so about. <laughs> um, oh, come on. He's a DJ as well from London. Oh, my Tom God. Tom Hardy? No, no, no. No, he's black. Beautiful man. Oh, I know who you mean. And he was Luther. He was Luther. Him. What's he called? Fuck, I can't remember. His name. He's, he's a fucking babe, though. He can't do accents, though. No. So they've got him doing an American accent. And then they've got, Idris like... Idris Elba. Idris Elba, thank you. 
Yeah, Big Driss, that's his DJ name. <laughs> no, it isn't. It is. It is. Um, only, he's literally the only person in the world that can get away with that. I think he's even Big Driss from London. God. <laughs> or something like that. And then they've got a load of Americans doing British accents. And it's like, these people are just random characters in space. Why don't you just have Idris Elba with his normal London accent and then just let the Americans continue to be American? Like, no you're in space, it doesn't it. matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Why have you got Guy Pearce being American? He could just be Australian. And why is he old? Yeah, why, why did he have old, old men? Hire an old person! <laughs> It was so weird. God, that's like the tip of the iceberg of how much I hate I feel like we should do a special bonus episode where you hate watch Prometheus (laughs) and just rage about it. I hate watch Prometheus every year at Christmas. It's one of our festive treats as a family. We should live podcast it next time. (laughs) Well, I always kind of like live Instagram story it and it's my most popular thing I ever do on Instagram. I get people being like, you should like do a YouTube series of this. And I was like, I don't have room for this much hate in my life. I can't keep it. And yet you choose anyway, to do it every year. It's like a release valve at the end of it. Right. You know, to start out the Get new you. year full of positivity. It's also just to remind me how bad some art is and how it still gets funded. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, fair. I mean, that's the entire basis of this podcast, isn't it? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, Mike's uncle and Maggie are getting it on. Oh, I can't believe you just did that <laughs> lewd gesture. Describe the gesture, Heather. I won't. I think people know what it was. Um, and then he tells them some mad old stories of the house, like one where a family sought refuge from a storm in the cellar and then they all drowned. That's horrible. I think it's really horrible, actually. The and thought then, of drowning in like an enclosed space is so horrifying oh, to me. It's why I couldn't go caving. Yeah. Or like potholing. No, fuck no. Oh, I'm claustrophobic as shit, so no way. My friend who's six foot six went caving and I was like, What the you fuck? Just, you're too big for those spaces. You are too big. You're too big. Um and then so the children are named after the children of Lear. Yeah, I have thoughts on Liar. this. <laughs> I think it's Leah. I have thoughts about this. Okay. So you tell me and then I'll tell you. Well, <laughs> shall I just read it? That's how it goes, yeah. It's one of those stories where the wicked stepmother puts a spell on the kids to spite the doting father. Sexism. In this case, she turns them into swans to hunt the rivers, to haunt the rivers <laughs> and seas of Ireland forever, singing beautiful songs. Go on. Yeah, that, that was what I was going to say. So I, I'm familiar with this story. So she's jealous of her stepchildren. She plans to kill them, but she turns them into swans. And at the end, the woman gets turned into a demon. Um, and the swans eventually get turned back into humans, but now they're ancient because uh, it takes a very long time for this to happen and so they immediately die the end wow which i was like that's what you called your kids after yeah fair <laughs> is enough. this a reveal that you're trying to kill your children mm. oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> police are coming <laughs> you've got a notification set up for the police yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah if the police are coming my laptop goes ding <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm like, that's a weird thing to name your kids after. Isn't it? A story where a woman tries to kill her children and you're like, I really connect with this story. But people don't get things. Like, if you've ever been to Verona, where Juliet's window is supposed to be, mm-hmm. people leave loads of, like, they write their names, their and their lovers' names on Juliet's window. Obviously, it's fake. Um, they both die Yeah. at the end of that story. Why are you doing that? And also, isn't she like 13 in that story? Yeah, and he's like 17. So it's technically rape. And also, they both die. Mm. (laughs) Maybe, don't do that. Anyway, we've got quite a bit to get through, plot-wise. Okay. There's a point of horror trope, dead animal. 
So they've got a neighbour, Griffiths. Griffiths. <laughs> Griffiths. <laughs> Every time an animal gets introduced in Point of Horror, I'm like, oh no. Dies immediately. Yeah. He lets his dogs murder a rabbit. That means he's a bad man. He's also got a big boat. I mean, is he going to eat the rabbit? He's not. Oh, well then that's not cool. He's also not going to eat his big boat. <laughs> um, Less evil. <laughs> and then, But he does let his dogs ruin and eat Con's special football. So he is a bad man. <gasps> Unfortunately, Rosie did I can only recently. see him as Richard Griffiths. Who's from that? Remember Pie in the Sky? Nope. You just made that up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Monty from With Nail and I. Oh, yeah. He was in a sitcom in the 90s called Pie in the Sky about a retired detective who'd set up a pie shop. Shut up, you Heather. You can't remember you Pie in the Sky. Up. Oh, my God. A retired detective set up a pie shop. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. I feel it. like every time we describe <laughs> British TV shows, like, do you remember we tried to explain how Bodger and Badger is about a handyman and his <laughs> badger friend who's not his pet but his friend who loves mashed potato and you're like this is a fever dream <laughs> i feel like our entire childhood media consumption was just one enormous fever dream <laughs> i think that's made up detective inspector henry crab is a long-serving police officer in the fictional county of worcestershire although it's probably pronounced wusher knowing us although yeah. very much his own man and independent thinker he's not a maverick nor has he any particular neuroses indeed crab is a highly intelligent gentle and thoughtful man of high moral principle on the other hand he does have one passion in life food he dreams of retiring to the police to run his own restaurant serving good english fare however since he is the most outstanding te uh, detective in his department his superiors are reluctant to allow him to leave is that the whole Pie in the Sky. Wow. He does set up this restaurant, Pie in the Sky. I can't believe... Let me, sh let me see that poster. The so Delectable that's... Detective. <laughs> Come on! How have I not seen... Why isn't it called The Delectable Detective as well? It should be now. Yeah, that is really well, good. Well, uh, I can't even remember how we got onto that. I'm intrigued So that that's... this show exists. <laughs> that's Richard Griffiths. I see. Um, and, yeah. So now I just imagine Griffith as pie in the sky so i will refer to him as pie okay so pie's bad bad man so we learned bad that, pie <laughs> we learned that finn is scared of the sea because she almost drowned as a kid a lot of kids almost drown in point horror see how i'm overwhelmed with point horror so i can't help but see everything as part of the larger pattern now the multiverse. the multiverse to be fair lots of kids do drown or almost drown it's very dangerous that's true um so the boys go out on a boat with mike but there's a storm whips up. And we're then put into Pie in the Sky's POV, which is weird. That is weird. He, he finds a magical rope knot on his property. And he's angry. Evil Uncle Monty. Evil Pie in the Sky. <laughs> evil Pie. <laughs> Please write a book called Evil Pie. Evil Pie in the Evil Sky. It can go with our night... Nightmore Hair, <laughs> Evil Pie series. I actually have um, got a note to write a story called, um, what is it? Pie Kills Us Finally, which is from this this like anti-mince so pie, <laughs> anti pie advert from like the 19th century. What's wrong with mince pies? Oh my God, they used to put so much booze in it that it sent like Americans mad. Like, that's why Americans don't eat mince pies. Mad with booze. You have to listen to this episode. How much of... booze? I mean, I feel like over the years I've consumed a lot of booze and it has not driven me mad. <laughs> you, it's like, you um, should listen to a podcast called The Dollop and their episode on mince pies is absolutely wild. Okay. And it's all true. It's all based in fact as well. So pie kills us finally. 
Evil Pie. Evil Pie, Evil That's Sky. That's a good title, Pie Kills Us Finally. I feel like you've kind of given away the ending, but... Maybe it doesn't, be, though. It'll be about the journey. Exactly, yeah. Um, so Mike takes them all on this boat to a cove where a ship wrecked before, the Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie? Anne-Marie. Um, and he tells them that there might be treasure all over the beach. <gasps> but also bodies. <gasps> but if the tide comes in, the cove will fill with water. Yes, so that's guess what, what a tide is. Guess what happens? The bodies go... Well, the treasure goes. The cove fills with water. <laughs> and <they're> <laughs> well, and they're stuck. I didn't guess that. <laughs> yep. Um, and then she, Finn, tries to get away. Um, she looked down, still thinking to see her ankle wrapped by weed or something, not marijuana. So instead she... <laughs> Does it say that in the book? Bracket, not marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> instead she'd seen a hand. The thin curling fingers were white and livid, almost luminous in the darkness. The back was marked with a dull bluish pattern like a web or an open weave glove. The grasp was strong and cold as clay. The hand of a dead man held her fast. Pie kills us finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we could have seen that coming. Um, oh, God, I've got so many notes to look in the book here. Oh, no. I know, it's because I got really bored and actually like didn't really want to read this anymore. Um, the book, this book is quite boring. Yeah. It's like, I would say it's like of a higher quality than Point Horror is usually, but also quite boring. Yeah, this one wasn't good. We'd, we've done better Unleashed Ones than yep. the rest of the series. Anyway, so it turns out that Mike's uncle, Will, oh, which is the name of my nephew whose birthday is today. What will he do? Uh, ah. He will probably open some gifts. Aww. Not mine, which has Happy arrived. birthday, Will. Yeah, he's 11. Um, no, he's 11. No, he is. <laughs> That was quality content, Heather, thank you. This okay. Um, Mike's uncle Will found the original Anna Marie. So this boat went down, as it will. Um, I've heard that about Anna Marie. <laughs> and Mike's uncle Will was a diver, and he found the original wreck while diving, and then Evil Pie um, took all of the money and glory, because there was loads of treasure on this ship. Um, I don't know Evil Pies this... love glory. <laughs> Evil Pie in the Sky loves treasure and will died and they didn't recover his body what and it might have been pie might have killed him finally oh my god right <laughs> that joke came all the way around <laughs> it was almost like i planned it uh. but i'm going to pass it off as. <laughs> we sh you should know we don't really plan anything <laughs> and also this is kind of like the main like thing of the book yeah basically, even though I didn't really care that much. Can I just read you an image and I get you to imagine you it? Okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. My mental eye is open. <clears throat> Round his neck, Mike wore a pendant hanging from a thin black leather thong. What's wrong with that? Thong! What do you imagine thong as? A bit of string. Oh, you see, to me it's just a G-string. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why is he... Like, I imagined him just naked with a th black leather thong on from which hung a pendant between his legs. And then he just lifts his hands up, rips all his clothes off in one motion and dances to the thong song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling it. Maybe he is a queer. He reached inside his t-shirt now. I think, I think he's a queer. Mm -hmm. He's in really good shape. He could be an queer subtext a lot. Se session. Session? Section? Wears his pants very low down as if to be inviting attention. Thing. I mean, and he's got straight men also thong. wish us to look at their penises. True. Yep. Mm -hmm. Anyway. 
So Maggie goes on a date with Jack, Mike's uncle, and I think they have a lovely time. They go to a local Welsh pub. That's the best kind of date. If you could go on a date and be like, that was a lovely time. Mm -hmm. That's what you want. I think they'll be eating steak and ale pie and having, he might be having a local pint, she might be having a slim lunch and a tonic. And you bet on the stereo it was like the blue tones mm. and ocean colour scene. Yeah, in in Wales. Maybe they not. have that on. Maybe it would be uh Supergrass. You saw the whole of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it would be that? Why? But yes. That's exactly really what do. would be on, just on a loop. <laughs> and the last time I was in a pub in Wales, it was on a road that was so thin and on the side of a cliff. So it was a one lane road and then you had to turn towards the cliff to get no, into the car park you. in the driving rain and the, it was so tiny the pub inside that you basically had to stand and then the barman was like are you having a pint now i said oh like what what is the rules here because in scotland you can't have any drink at all before you're driving but in england you can have like a half pint and he went no one worries about that it's <laughs> <laughs> like so I've got to drive back in the driving rain on a one-track road in the dark Where next everyone's to with lots of drunk drivers. <laughs> okay. That sounds great. I definitely won't die. But it was well, a lovely time. Spoiler, you didn't die. I didn't die. Pi mm. did not feel, kill me finally. So should I get to the end? Please. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> so here's what's happening. There's a big storm and there's one of the aforementioned oil tankers coming by. And what's happening is that Griffith's Evil pie. <laughs> pie in the sky. Who's Fa- there? Griffiths. <laughs> Evil pie. You just spat on my <laughs> Nothing more than you deserve. Uh, Karma. The, the cove, Vipers, is a living thing and he has to feed it so it will give him bounty. Right. I treasure. That's a pirate word. Does it mean gold. bounties? Bounty bars? It, Pie in the sky I don't like them. loves bounties. I don't like bounties. I love a bounty. I don't like desiccated coconut. And then there's an oil tanker coming by and he's leading it into the living cove. So the crew will all die. Well. That's what's going on there. Thrilling. He is really evil pie. Yeah. Um, will he kill us all? I don't know if he will kill us all. I've written page 177. Let's see what I've, what's there. Uh, it's ooh. a mystery to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I was like skipping the end because I was quite bored. So... They, he did get the tanker to go into the cove, uh, but then also he dies. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's well the end. sounds like he deserves it. Because the ghost of semen passed. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of pasto semen. The ghost of pasto semen kill evil pie in the sky. Wow. Um, and then Mike finds his corpse, but the corpse grabs at him <gasps> because things come out of the water to get you. <gasps> but then it's okay because the sea takes him instead. Okay. So I will say the sea is the hero of this book. Cool. And here's a the good little bit. is trying to kill us all, but also maybe save us. Maybe. Here's this. You'll like this. No flesh remained on the face. Teeth gleamed like pearls in bones, ribbed and white as shell. Griffith went to, <laughs> went to speak, but his own voice refused to function. The hand tightened, snapping bone and piercing flesh. Something glinted deep in the eyeless sockets, a gleaming amber red. Oh, that's creepy. I like Isn't that, it? actually. Yeah, there was a good bit. It's, it's all the semen bits, really good. There's better prose in this than we have become accustomed to. There's better prose than plot. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's the I end mean, of it. I feel it. The, the, what happened there is that Griffith <laughs> is some kind of wizard who can summon storms with his magical rope knots. Cool. Mm. That's what they used to say witches could do. 
summon storms with magical rope knots. Yep. Really? Yep. And there was a whole big thing about uh, King James the first second to 12th 10th first could be any of them really <laughs> um he that, that was a big thing some women were put to death because it was said that they used knots to conjure a storm against him oh there you go well maybe we should try that let's give it a go all you bondage people out there you're putting your skills to waste storm deirdre was your fault yep was that his name uh, oh my god i was on the no train. dennis i was on the train the other day and this mum was with her kids, and it was really horrible weather outside. And she said, um, so we had Storm, I don't know, what were they called? Like, Celia. Dennis, I just said. And then we had Storm oh, okay. Dennis, <laughs> and now we've got Storm Ellen. Can you see the pattern? It was Kira that was the other one, wasn't yes. it? Yes, <laughs> yeah, or Kiara or something, yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, and she was like, can you see the pattern, kids? And they went, yeah, it's the alphabet. And then she went, what do you think the next one is? Frank? And the boy just went, Fanny! <laughs> And the whole carriage. I hope like, it is died. Fanny. <laughs> Storm Fanny. Oh, the papers will love it. Storm Fanny, my nickname in high school. <laughs> my stripper name. Mm. So at the end of the book, they move to Wales um, and live happily ever after. Oh. And her mum's getting her oats with what's his face. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe she gets together with Mike, I can't remember. But Who cares? Um, as long as the mum's getting some. Griffith's... Getting a dicking, that's what matters. ...is dead. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. That's cool. It. That's it. It was quite boring. Yep. Um, there's not much to say about it, really. Not really. No. I enjoyed you fucking up that guy's name the most. Griffiths. That's the only fun part. <laughs> Evil pie. Of this book. Um, right, what have I got? Okay, we haven't got any stupid names. You know how we normally have American things? Yes. I decided to make it British things instead. Okay. So, like, uniquely British things. So, here we go. Quote, she wasn't about to trog all over there. Which I was like... I don't know trog. I haven't heard trog before, but I guess it means, like, schlump. <laughs> See, I wouldn't say schlump. I'd say trek. Trek. I guess it's or trek. Or slog. Slog. Mm. So, it's like trek and slog together makes trog. That's <laughs> okay. what's happened here. Trog sounds like a 70s rock group yeah that okay. they dress up like um like they're on drugs like no what are those <laughs> things called that live underground not elves beavers <laughs> groundhog beetles moles no <laughs> you know the big things made out of rocks goblins made out of <laughs> okay trog is a band where they dress up like goblins yeah fair enough but they do um they've got platforms on of course they have oh, yeah and 70s. their guitars are like Shaped like lightning bolts. Yeah. Um, there's also a reference to getting snap, which means snacks and cigarettes. Snap. Yeah. Yeah, we'd say that. Really? I've yeah. never heard that before. Get your snap. Snap. I have not heard that. Have you, have you got your snap? Mum's made my snap. What What we used to say is uh, schnashters. <laughs> That's awful. It's what the like fuck is um, wrong with you? like snacks. Schnashters. What do you call a parking space? A parking space. You don't call it a pog. No, you just made that up. No. My dad says pog. No, a, a parking a, space. Yeah. No, he's just made that up. We can eat our snap in the pog. That is a parry unique. <laughs> the parry family only use pog. Any Yorkshire listeners, tell me if you use that. Pog. You don't. And snap. You snapping pog. <laughs> that was a really sad image that you just <laughs> eat in a parking space and then go home again. It's a Northern English holiday, come on. <laughs> to be fair, I'm a fan of going to the seaside but it's pissing down with rain, so you just eat your fish and chips in the car, looking at the stormy sea, and then you go home. Yep. I do like to do that. All David's family photos growing up are them 
with their coats done up to the top, but still sat on the beach eating whatever they're bringing. Yeah, of <laughs> it's course. It's ridiculous. Eating their sandwiches that are all soggy. Can I give you my Paris favourite lines? Oh, yeah. Because there are two. You've seen the Titanic, and that was just ice. That's true. <laughs> I thought it was quite funny. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't just ice, was it? It wasn't like there was a cube. It was a No, it was, it was a bigger issue. <clears throat> this is the best one. Seacock, Mike supplied absently. Oh, that was my favourite. <laughs> Yeah. Did you get it? Yeah, that was my favourite line. <laughs> okay. oh, you get two and I get none. Logan's favourite line. That was also my queer subtext. Seacock. Mike supplied absently. I want that on a cross stitch. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of mm-hmm. that. Seacock? Um, what even is it? Seacock. I don't know what that is. Well, it only works if you supply it absently. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a too stupid to live heroin? Not really. Not really. And We don't really have any of the stuff. We don't have a sexy sociopath bad boy. He's just a sort of bland, nice guy who has almost certainly dicked every housewife in the town. Yeah, for sure. For Why sure. am I using dicked as a verb suddenly? I don't know, but it it's is a quite... New, it's a new thing that I'm not really into. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know where it came from. Um, death toll one. Yep. Unless we're counting pastos. Uh, is it good though? <sighs> I mean, it's not... You can't say it's like a bad quality book. It's just a bit boring. There's not enough plot for the length. Yeah. And... I don't know, there's just like not not really a lot is going on in the present time. Mm-hmm. It's sort of quite a lot relying on like, well, here be a story of the past. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. And not even in the way of like, do you remember the life, not the lifeguard, the surfer. Mm. And it was all about this like evil bitch sea witch who like <laughs> fancied her kid or something. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. It was weird. Lesbian. It was like the queerest of all the point horrors. It was so bizarre. It wasn't even fun like that. No. I think it had some good descriptions of the sea and stuff. Um, I enjoyed it being quite so British. Yeah, and I liked the bit about the wreckers, um, because I think that's really interesting. That annoyed me. But it's real, though. I know, but it's wrong. It doesn't matter if it's it's real. It's a big thing in um, Cornwall, or it was. See, I don't know anything about the south of England, so maybe that's what's throwing me. I only know it because of Daphne du Maurier. What what fucking book is that? Is it Frenchman's Creek? No, it's uh, one of them. So what are we doing for good? Two? Because it's not terrible. I mean, even a three, maybe. I think we've got to give it a three, Because it's maybe. not that bad. It's. I'm not going to give it much for good, bad, though, because there's no, like, fun two? shittiness. Yeah, two. two. So a three and a two. Okay. And the Next protagonist week. hasn't really got anything going on, really. She's just a bit horny over that guy. Yeah. But well, not, like, fair enough. enjoyably horny. No. Not, like, absolutely humping his leg like some of the other point horror heroines. Exactly. Um, so three and a two. Next week. We're doing, shall I tell you how I've typoed this one? Go on, I'm ready. The Boy Nexty Door. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, The Boy Nexty Door <laughs> by Single Eyes Smith. Holy fucking shit. I cannot wait to talk about this book. Oh, God. It is really something. Yeah, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, by something, I mean a piece of shit. Yeah, but in, in a really, like almost psychedelically bad (laughs) (laughs) and the cover is a little bit psychedelic as well yeah i think maybe if i was like really fucked off my face when i read it i would like it unfortunately i was stone cold sober also it's really hard to drink Uh, (laughs) no it's not it's hard to read when you're drunk yeah and then i can never remember what i've read no i know so it's kind of there's no point in doing it really (laughs) so that's what we're doing next week if you're doing read along with teenage scream boy next door boy next door uh in the meantime you can find us 
on Twitter, why am I talking like a robot? <laughs> Teenage Scream underscore and on Instagram at Teenage Scream Pod. Um, and if you want to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Teenage Scream Podcast and become a meatloaf, except not a dickhead one. Um, we can be a dickhead one if you want to. Yeah. He is, so you can do what you want. Um, and you can get a spare podcast every month <laughs> bonus podcast every month it's not a spare it's very specific it's essential <laughs> podcast every month um we we'll save the really weird ones for the <laughs> patreon um so yeah if you want to support us that way you can or you can just review and share and like and all those things um yeah yeah tell one pal if you want um tell ten. We don't mind. I mean, the podcast is free, so you do not have to part with any money whatsoever. Um, but if you like us, you could maybe tell one person who yeah. you think would like this kind of wiffle waffle. And I mean, I can't think of anyone <laughs> who would really like, what's wrong with us? Even my wife is baffled by this. She's like, this podcast is literally just you and Heather talking shit. Which she has which to put up with she, all the time. She's like, I put up with this. I can't believe people choose... <laughs> choose to listen to this i didn't listen to it because i have to yep yep ha. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so thanks for making this insane choice and yes. we will see you next time bye bye, bye.